Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to One for the Road. This time we talk about last weekend's Copenhagen Half Marathon, we look forward to next weekend's Berlin Marathon, we talk all about detoxes of the digital boozing and racing kind, and you get to put up with me sounding this bunged up for half an hour. So, hello, Harriet. Hello. How are you? Hello, Melissa. <laughs> That's very formal, wasn't it? Because you called me Harriet. Yeah, I know. I don't know why. I was just letting people know who was speaking. This is true. So, I'm Harry. I'm Lissy. <laughs> How are you, Harry? Very well. Thanks. I've been, um, when did we last speak? It was a couple of weeks ago. And um, I've managed to squeeze in a little bit of holidaying with you, which was very exciting. Um, we went to France. We did. Uh, saw our lovely friend Lauren get married and have the best French adventure. I I successfully ate a lot of bread and cheese, which was my which was my main aim. Yes, there was a lot of uh, bread. Mm, good. Casual baguette. There's a lot of casual baguette. Casual baguette, mm. yes. <laughs> um and yeah. a lot of sunning ourselves. It was really hot as well, which was lovely. Yeah, the south of France is beautiful at this time of year. Feels like a distant memory now that it's a, a little bit greyer and rainier in London. But it was good. It is very gloomy in London at the moment. I did manage to escape the city last weekend. I went to Norfolk to see my mum and dad. So I got to do some of my last marathon runs along the beach, which was brilliant. Uh, and, well, it did rain for a bit of that. <laughs> a good, a, the, the first half of it was in the pouring rain. But if I if I forget about that bit, it was good. Yeah, <laughs> it was definitely nice to rain be last weekend. Yeah. So where were you? What have you been doing? I've been on lots of holidays. So I went to France, and then immediately after I went to France, I went to Ibiza, which was less... Uh, well, still quite a lot of bread, actually, but um, a little bit boozy as well, a bit of dancing. Um, and then last weekend, I went to C- Copenhagen to run the half marathon. And um, I'm apologising now for my voice because I'm quite bunged up today. If I sneeze, I also apologise. Um, I'm realising now the more that I talk how bunged up I feel. I think and, this sounds like it's the, the last couple of weeks catching up with you. Yeah, and also... All this part, partying and running. Partying and running. And uh, the run was probably the worst conditions I've ever had to run in before. 
it was um, absolutely <laughs> relentless <laughs> rain and wind for pretty much the entire time. We woke up on oh. on the Sunday morning and it was raining. And yeah, it did kind of stop halfway through the race, but it was really windy. And by that point, I was already soaking wet. And all I took to run in was shorts and a vest. So I'm thinking this might be a delayed reaction to running around in not many clothes in the pouring rain. Yeah, it does sound like it might have been. Yeah. Is it one is it one is it one lap Copenhagen or do you have to loop as well? No, it's just one one lap. It's quite there's a lot of corners. It's very kind of like zigzaggy. And Oof. there was one bit where it went really a bit industrial and you were running along the water and the the rain was kind of blowing in across the water. And I was just like <laughs> this is so bleak. And I was like I can't do this oh, anymore. Oh. And then I realised that I had no cash on me and the and I was like the opposite side of the city to where the bag drop was. So the only way to get back was to keep, just keep running, really. Basically, you just had to run home. I just had to well, run home. Um, but yeah, I was sad. There's a, there's a way, there's a way to incentivise yourself. Yeah. But I, I have no choice. I, I kind of enjoyed it <laughs> once Aww, it was finished. It. Yeah, I was glad that I did it because I was... Firstly, I was considering not even going out there for the weekend, and then I was considering it once I got out there not running it. And I'm glad that I did both because, yeah, character building or something. But I did that is have brilliant to hear. Yeah, I was. Sat... You were definitely not in the mood for that. At all. I was definitely not in the mood for it, and because it, it didn't start till 11 a.m., so we had quite a like leisurely breakfast. And I was sat at breakfast, like looking out the window, having my what running is stupid moments I was like why are we doing this like we're sat here freezing cold about to go outside and run around the city for two hours in the pouring rain like this is madness (laughs) and it is madness but I did it anyway (laughs) well exactly I think character building is a good way to describe it yeah Um, I'm, I'm really proud of you because I think you were you were so neg- like you, I could just tell <laughs> like I was so worried that you were going to have a really terrible time and like to think that you got through like the most horrible conditions as well on top of not being in the mood for it and not feeling trained for it it's brilliant yeah so, I didn't have a, I didn't have the worst race in the world by any stretch of the imagination so that's actually quite nice so maybe don't hate running quite so much no and that was yeah I did a pretty average time for me which I thought it would be like awful um that was mostly down to I ran with uh someone I met on the plane called Kat well I didn't meet her on the plane I knew her anyway I ran with her at one of them but um we, we bumped say, into each other on the plane <laughs> somebody um, picked her up on the plane yeah. so do you want to go run a half marathon with me yeah and um we found each other at the start and ended up running the whole thing together and she was really good because I did have to have a couple of walking breaks and she stuck with me the whole way and was like no it's fine we can do this so yeah Great. that was good Things are better with friends. Yeah. And then next weekend, we're off again. Aren't we? <laughs> we are. Where are we going? Where are we? we are going to Berlin. Woo! Woo! I think oh. you're probably more excited than I am. That's about what I was... Uh, it's about what I... Uh, excuse me. I was about to say that. Yes, I'm probably more excited because I aren't not running and it's a really cool place to go visit. So yeah. I've been enjoying looking at lots of... Um, like blogs and stuff today trying to get ideas about where to go and what to eat and stuff and um it does look very very cool yeah. everything looks hipster it looks it looks like a sort of exploded version of Shoreditch or something. <laughs> yeah I think so that's probably why I quite like it I mean that's going to suit me down to it too <laughs> <laughs> um and I'm probably going to feel a bit sad that I can't quite indulge in it so much until post-marathon but, oh, but it'll be so much better 
once you do. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Have you? You've been before, right? Yes. Cool. Not at, not at this time of year. I've been mm. done uh, the half. I've done the half. I've been there for the half weekend three times, and then I've been for Christmas markets. Oh, nice! So when it was really cold. Mm. So this will be a nice different time of year to go. I looked at the forecast. It's currently saying it's going to be warm. It's going to be like twenty degrees. No way! I know. Oh so wow! Very stark contrast to Copenhagen last weekend. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's good. Well. Yeah. For you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, it's probably about on the on the edge of warmth you want for running a marathon. I'd say. Yeah, I'm much that. warmer than that. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, oh, I am. Um, then I'm hoping you can uh, be the tour guide and give us lots of ideas. Yeah, hopefully. Well, we'll definitely uh, have a tattoo shop to visit, at least, if nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to make some decisions about that. <laughs> like, yeah, what to get. <laughs> last time I went to Berlin, I came back with a, a spontaneous tattoo, so I need to try and... Well, if that happens again, it's not the end of the world. Once you started, right? Then yeah. You... I, I have got an idea of something quite small that I would like to get, but I'll, I'll see what happens. Oh, cool. See how far I can stretch my euros. Yeah, that's true. It's plushing out. Exciting. Good. What else have we been up to? What have you been up to? Oh, I don't know, really. Um, yeah, I feel like, well, this is the first first weekend in four that I've actually been in my house. So I just feel a little bit like I've been in a bit of a whirlwind. Um, so yeah, that what we we were going to talk about uh, a, th- a theme of detoxes today. So that probably leads quite nicely into it. That I just feel like I need a bit of a a detox from a couple of things at the moment. Um, yeah. Firstly, I realised that Copenhagen was my tenth half marathon, which is a bit insane. I, uh, we need to talk about this. I looked at, I never realised you've done that many. How have you fit that many in? I didn't realise either. Um, I think it's because I did quite a lot during marathon training, but... Um, ah, I see. The first time, anyway, I did, like, two or three as mm. part of marathon training. Um, but, yeah, that I guess that means I'm quite experienced at running half marathons now, which I, feels a bit weird. Um, and then I... I hung my medal up, so I posted a picture on Instagram of my medal collection the other day, and then I was like, well, there's actually quite a lot of medals here. Um, and I just feel like, as I, as much as I enjoyed that race, I just need a break from racing. I haven't really done that many this year, I'd say, in front of my mm. and that. But, um, yeah, I just I just feel like... What do you think it is? Like, I mean, it's interesting. Like, I, I'm looking at my medals now, and they don't... They mean things to me. They're like the kind of, they're the thing that reminds me of the experience of the race. But I don't have the same kind of excitement around them as I did probably when I start, first started. When I first started, I felt so excited that I was going to get a medal because it felt like when you were at school and in, unless you kind of came first or last, you didn't really get anything. And I used to feel a bit like I was just never going to, you know, it didn't feel like I'd won. I'd never won anything. So by getting a medal, it was, I felt quite excited that in running, it didn't matter how well you did, you always got a medal. <laughs> yeah. um, but I don't have that as much now. I like it because it reminds me of the experience, but it, but it's not about that anymore, I think. Yeah, I think so. And I don't know, I think it, they just don't feel like so something 
that I'm proud of as much as when I first started because when you first do it you're like oh my god I ran a marathon I ran a half marathon or whatever or I did this in a really good time whereas I haven't really got that much quicker recently and I've done a lot of the same distance so I feel mm. like I'm just adding to it for the sake of it rather than because there's something that I'm necessarily have worked really hard to get Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of like that danger of fatigue isn't it yeah so I kind of well I've signed up for Brighton half in February and I'm gonna I'm not gonna do any more races until then which isn't it isn't the biggest break in the world obviously it's only four months but mm-hmm. it's probably the biggest break I've had since I started running of doing a race of not doing a race so yeah I'm having a racing detox I think very good very good. Well, I'm having, I like this, like, detox idea. And um, I've been reading a book <laughs> always about, which I, I always read something or listen to a podcast and become obsessed with the topic for, like, 20 minutes. So the current one is, it's all about um, the digital age and how, um, it's really interesting, she's someone who's writing about how your your mind and your brain is being altered by the digital and um, the age, the way that we all use screens now, the way we use the internet. And I, I, I think I can already see in myself things that have changed because of having Google at my fingertips and having everything I need to know, um, every diary entry, every calendar invite on my phone. I don't, my short-term memory for things is terrible. And it was interesting reading in the book about how your brains are muscles, you need to exercise it, um, you know, you lose those those skills if you don't use them. And I frequently feel like just stupid things, like I used to be able to remember a lot more like short-term memory things and, and now I can barely remember what we've done in the last week, I had to check my calendar. <laughs> and that that makes me stressed, like that doesn't feel, that doesn't feel how I'd like to live my life, I'd like to feel a lot more in the moment and kind of treasure those experiences and it's all led to me thinking about how I spend my time and sometimes I have a habit of using my phone and just not even reading things but just scrolling through things and kind of getting lost into kind of like an internet black hole mm-hmm. uh, and particularly with social like particularly things like um, Instagram because I because I deleted Facebook a long time ago, I just migrated that kind of addiction onto Instagram. Yeah. And um, I think it's probably an element of my brain wanting a way to switch off. Um, but actually, I'm not I'm not switching off because I'm just sort of scrolling down a really bright screen and then not sleeping very well or take, finding myself not remembering what I've done for the last hour. And so I've kind of I haven't done it in a in a real like cold turkey blitz kind of way so I suppose it's not strictly a detox but I'm trying to be more mindful of how I use um online things and I've like deleted the apps from my phone and logged out of uh Twitter and Instagram and of course I can't really remember the passwords so I can't get back in (laughs) so unless I reset them so even just putting that kind of like stumbling block in the way has made me think more carefully um I can access them on my work computer, <laughs> um, but I'm trying to contain, I'm like, I'm at work, so it's kind of a different yeah. scenario. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see. I already feel a little bit like, maybe just because I've consciously thought about it, but I've been a bit more efficient in my day-to-day life. Like I've had a few like just jobs on the admin list that I've got on with and done, whereas normally, normally I quite procrastinate them. So 
Yeah, I don't know. It's very interesting. But at the same time, quite frequently, I think to myself, oh, I don't know what's going on. And I, yeah. keep, I kind of feel compelled to, like, look. I and then I definitely am obsessed, I think. I think I would find that really hard to delete them off my phone. Because I even sit with my phone on my desk at work. And I actually turn notifications off of everything recently, and then I turn them back on again. Mm. So I get notifications on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So wow. And I... I can't not look at them so I feel like mm-hmm. maybe my first step should be turning notifications back off again and then seeing yeah. but it's definitely hard to it's good to do it steadily I think I don't know like I read something another article that was very like you know going on these digital detoxes is a great way to um you know you have so much more time and it gives you all this headspace and I'm kind of torn because I kind of wish I could just do it in moderation and recognize that it's just this is part of what modern life is and we you know and he, I am a kind of I am like that anyway because that's what my job is that's what you know this is how we make this podcast and put it online and talk to people like all of those things are vital and need need the digital age to work and I see so many benefits to it but I can see myself and I don't like seeing those changes in myself that I'd rather try and make sure that I can keep a handle on it. But yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. I I don't think I could handle it at all if I had to delete them off my phone. I feel, I would feel so out of the loop, but I don't even know what from because yeah. Yeah. I, if I wanted to see people, I would just text them and see them. It's not like, I don't know, yeah. it's weird. It's just, it's like a habit thing, isn't it? You just get so used to just going on it and just like looking through it what are you um I'm assuming like if you were getting the bus or the train to work or something before you would have like looked on Instagram what have you replaced that time with I have been well doing my admin jobs so I have done a bit of like I've done well I've kept reading my book um but then I found that if I'm I'm thinking to myself oh I need to um, like for Berlin, I've been doing some preps around the maps, reading the, the the like start pack they sent me. Like kind of just doing the little bits and pieces that maybe I'd end up having to do when I got home. Yeah. And that's quite nice because I think it feels like I've freed up time when I've got home. But it's interesting because it, it's the feeling of... I have to keep reminding myself that if I feel like I'm missing something, I should text my friends and ask them what they're doing. You know, like in probably like... 10 years ago way like you yeah know, this... and, in, and in reality what are you actually missing like you're not missing anything substantial you're like missing someone post a photo of something or like make a comment which if it was really that funny or interesting you would probably find out about the next time you saw that person anyway yeah I hope it will make me make more effort in like my real life relationships to find out what about those things because I think maybe sometimes because you've seen it online you feel like you already know about it. Yeah. So it becomes like a shortcut, doesn't it? Like when you see someone, when you catch up with them and go for a coffee or something, you kind of have already, that stuff's all, you both feel like you've already talked about those things, even though you actually haven't. You've only seen them online. And the amount of people that said to me since I came back from Ibiza, oh my God, Ibiza looked really fun. Like they didn't even need to ask me if it was fun. They were just like, yeah. your holiday looked good. I'm like, okay, yeah, it did. Thanks. Like yeah. that was it. Didn't even need to say anything else. And it feels weird because I, I feel like, you know, that thing of 
sharing stories about go the experience of like when you were in Ibiza, like the funny little things that happened. Probably, probably because more of that is documented as you go. It's it's again like you're not it's not retained in your mind in the same way. It's like someone can see it on online, and then that's it. It's done. Yeah. Because we also had a conversation when we were there about like how many photos was too many to post over the course of the holiday and I was like I think two a day is probably too many like that like that's the cap any more than that and and people just feel like I don't know it'd be like annoying yeah it'd be annoying and also you're just spending your whole time on your holiday posting on Instagram I, I kind of I swing between oh my god yeah it's awful um like we should be living real life properly to is it really that harmful it's just like it takes yeah. like two minutes to post something on instagram and then yeah what, what's a bit the of fun kind of thing yeah what's the outcome so i think yeah i should probably aim for something a bit more in the middle because i definitely am like surgically attached to my phone i would <laughs> i will easily admit that i feel a bit bereft if like oh actually this is really bad but like yesterday it did the iOS 9 update, so it, it was, like, on the black screen of Apple for about 25 minutes, and I just kept picking it up, and I was like, what? I can't do anything with it. What am I doing? Like, I was just, yeah. like, I just went to, like, flick through something, and I was like, it's not, it's updating. I can't touch, just leave it alone. What is wrong with you? I'm just it's, like, it's a habit thing to pick it up and, like, mindlessly. Yeah. It's a, it, it, and it uh, it's changing the way we do things. Very interesting. Well, I'd recommend the book. Okay. It's um, I'll we should put it on the blog so people can have a read if they want to. Um, but there's lots of stuff out there about it, and I think, I mean, she's exactly what I like about the book is that she says it says the same thing. She's like, you know, lots of people feel like we all feel like most of the time it's fine, and then every now and again we're suddenly like, whoa, actually, is this fine? <laughs> is this fine? And, yeah. I suppose her argument is that, you know, in the long run, in, in the next generation of people, the, the kids that have grown up with iPads from, you know, year zero, what we, we don't know what they'll be like in, yeah. when, they're, when they're grown ups. And, and that does make me feel really uncomfortable when you just see a child at like dinner or something and the parent has just like given it an iPhone and put something on it just so it's like entertained. Mm. And it's just and a bit like, it's, that just seems really wrong. Like you shouldn't just... Be like, but then you go watch a cartoon at the dinner table. What? Yeah. And but then at the same time, it's that thing of, well, is using an iPad just that's what the future is? You know, like because because we're people who have grown up in a different generation, we feel like you need to be able to write with a pen and paper. But maybe the next generation of people don't because they'll never need to. Yeah. And that's okay. I like. It's very hard to get your head around. Yeah. I feel like well, I feel like the film Wally has affected me too much. <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna be a blob that has to fly around. <laughs> oh, that's such a good film. I know, love that film. <laughs> oh well, yeah. I mean, detox. We've we've covered digital detoxing. Yes, yeah. and on the subject of you know, you said uh, you read about something and then you become obsessed with it for a little while. This week, yes. I've become well since. <laughs> Since my last day in Ibiza, actually, I've become obsessed with reading articles about people that have become teetotal. Okay. And I've what, read, have you, what have you learned? I've, I've read so much about it, and the more I read, the more appealing it's becoming, especially 
um, I say this and then on on Friday night I went out and drank way too much wine um, <laughs> and felt horrendous yesterday. But I think I just did that to remind myself why I, I feel like I want to have a break from it. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I've decided that I'm going to not drink in October, which ugh, firstly, I really, really disagree with those things that ask for sponsorship not to drink because I think that is awful thing to ask for sponsorship for like you should be able to go for a month and not have an alcoholic drink that's insane Mm. but but on the flip side for a lot of people not drinking for a month would be like the easiest thing in the world but for me that would actually be quite a big lifestyle change which is why I wanted to do it because it's going to make it is going to be quite difficult yeah, but I'm not going to ask for people to sponsor me because <laughs> just no. I'll I'll incentivize you. You <laughs> just <want>. no. <laughs> Um, so I want to do it mostly just for just to see how I feel, like to understand the difference in how I feel because uh, throughout the summer I've had quite a, um not excessively but quite consistently drinking quite a lot. So I've probably gone through weeks where I've had a drink maybe like every single day of the week or at least five out of the seven days. And mm. I'm just really interested to see if it makes a difference or not. If it doesn't, then probably not. <laughs> probably, not oh, probably in an all right place. But I kind of do think you think it's? I mean, it, I suppose it's going to be how you handle it over the next couple of weeks. Like the culture, you know, going out with friends. How do you feel like you'll need to, you'll just not go out? I mean, that's kind of for a lot of people, isn't it? It's kind of the thing of going to the pub yeah. and having a soft drink. How do you feel about that and being around different types of, like, I find it's, because I haven't been drinking for the last week. I've been in a bit of like, a, I'm going to try and not drink before the marathon. And um, I have different groups of friends and different groups of friends react in very different ways. Yeah. And I think this is one of the big problems with uh this country maybe is that our attitude to alcohol is I think actually a little bit messed up because yeah. people a couple of people I've said that I'm doing gonna do this and they've just been like well you're gonna be boring then I'm like <laughs> um that's not overly reassuring no is it? it's not and also if you think that someone's only fun when they're drinking then you've probably got a bit of a problem <laughs> Like I don't know. Like yeah. every, everything socially in this country revolves around alcohol. Like yeah, everything. and even at, and even at work, even yeah. in work environments, the 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 hinge on the way people are to socialise, to network, to be able to solidify relationships is by doing a kind of drinking related activity. Yeah, is, is quite shocking. I watched this short little video on the Guardian website actually, and I'll put a link to it. I'll find it again, and it was basically said that. Any, any occasion is like an occasion to drink it's like if you're happy if you're sad if you're bored if it's someone's birthday someone's funeral someone's wedding got a new like literally everything you can find it excuse for anything oh I've had a rubbish day I'm gonna have a drink oh I've had a good day I'm gonna have a drink like it's mm. just so a little bit weird and I think that will be the biggest problem like, I, I actually don't mind being around people that are drinking and I don't mind being in pubs and I happily go to a club even because I don't I don't need to have a drink to dance because I enjoy it yeah. anyway. But yeah. people, when I've done this before, feel the need to force alcohol on you. Like, it's so weird. Yeah. And, I, and that's that's definitely the hardest thing I think I find, that it's it's other people's reaction. And, the re- and it makes you feel like you have to um, 
kind of fob it off. Yeah, I might like it. You're only really allowed to not drink if you're like on antibiotics or you're pregnant or you're driving. They're kind <laughs> yeah. of like the only three acceptable reasons. Otherwise, you're like, what? What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Great. So, well, let's see how this goes. Yeah, and I am kind of hoping that I'll be a bit more productive and maybe do a bit more exercise because this is the thing that annoys me about drinking is that I don't really have a moderation switch. So if I <laughs> have one, the likelihood is I'm, well, I don't really ever just have one. And then it means that I feel like, I, even if I'm not hungover, I just feel a bit groggy the next day or I might miss a class that I intended to go to or I might not go to park run because I'm tired or just things like that. And they're not big things. It's not like I'm spending my whole life like unable to move because I'm so hungover, but I just want to be a bit more kind of active and alert and, Yeah. Yeah, not have it as an excuse. Yeah, exactly. Because I would say, we should stress that you do not have, you don't have a problem. No, no, no. Well, I don't think so. No, I definitely don't think so. But I think it's the same I think if I compared my um, uh, alcohol intake to whatever the recommended allowance is, it's probably over that. Mm. I find that that's a bit, that it's a little bit, kind of it's supposed to be like spread over a week isn't it yeah. and often if, if I ever do drink it does tend to be all in one go <laughs> yeah I don't I don't think drinking a whole bottle of wine at dinner is in the allowance and that's what happened on Friday <laughs> yeah it's hard but <laughs> and yeah. often I don't I the main thing I don't like is that you lose so much more the next day yeah it's not just a, it's fun at the time and then the next day I'm yeah, always like regret. I had, I had an amazingly fun night and I don't regret it at all. But all I want to find out is could I have had as equally as much fun and then had a more productive Saturday because of it? And if so, then that's what I want to aim for. I guess that's it for now. But next time we speak, we will have been to Berlin and we will have lots of stories to tell about that. So we'll have loads to talk about then. It's exciting. Yes. It is. <laughs> I, I am excited. I'm, I'm nervous excited. Have you got the uh, uh, taper maranoia? Totally. The last week. The, <laughs> yeah, don't feel bad about that at all because the last week I, or both times I found was absolutely horrendous. Really? <laughs> I, just, I just wanted it done by then, you know, when you're kind of like, you've got to the point now where you're like, I'm yeah. just ready, I just want to do it. Yeah, I feel I felt a bit like that. Particularly yesterday, I kind of just thought I could just run it now. Yeah. Like, why can't I just do it? I can't just, yeah, it's the feeling of wanting to just get it done. And then also, I made the stupid mistake of taking the week off work before my first marathon. So, all I did for the whole week was just think <sighs> about the fact that I was running a marathon on Sunday. Oh my God, I would have been like, I could turn my hair out. Yeah, I don't think I could, yeah. yeah that was a I bad, can see why you thought idea. that was a good idea. Yeah, I was like, it'd be cool, really. I'll chill out, I'll like get myself sorted, effectively all so, I did was So like, well rested. Yeah, well, I was well rested, but I was also like, frantic. Mm. So, yeah, all completely normal. Um, yeah. That's good, that's yeah. good. Because I think for a while I didn't really know what it was. And I, and I had a real week of being very tired and I, very achy yeah and then I got really angry and it kind of took (laughs) yeah I've definitely been a bit like just agitated yeah I think it took kind of like 
uh, Steph saying to me, you've just got Maranoia for me to be like, oh, yeah, yeah that's probably what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got really angry. Because I thought I was... <laughs> and then my housemate... With everyone else. Well, yeah, I'm surprised you... Well, this is kind of why we've done this over Skype again, because I'm a little bit ill. And I was like, we don't need we don't need me going anywhere near you then. Um <laughs> Because last time, some my housemate got oh, like, the sniffles or something. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, my housemate came in with a cold, and I was like, "Get away from me! Get out of the room!" And he was just, "Oh God, oh my God, okay." Well, I, I mean, I was pretty nervous going on my bike today. Yeah, I was quite like, "Oh, I'm gonna fall off." I took it very, very easy. Yeah. <laughs> and I, didn't I, go I got as well. Like, am I drinking enough water? I've only had two, like one and a half liters of water today. I need to have two hundred milliliters more. And, oh my god. Yeah, I've definitely done. A, I've, I've definitely been drinking a lot of water. Oh, That's you become thing. so irrational with it, don't you? Yeah. But it's going to be so good. I'm so excited for you. Oh, thank you. I feel, I don't know. I hope it's all right. Yeah, this time next week it will all be over. Oh, man, it feels. I I just this feels a bit surreal. It hasn't really sunk in. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on that note, let's stop talking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, okay, I can't talk about it anymore. I mean, I've done some planning. Like, I made a playlist, and I have printed the map, and I've read all the stuff. So okay. I feel like I feel like I'm you're not... well well prepared then. Well, I, well, my idea is to now not really like I've written a packing list, and I'm going to pack, but like I'm not going to do anything else in the week now about it. I think yeah. I need I need to think of it more as a training run for a bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've like it's just something that you've been doing every weekend for like the last few months. It's just exactly tiny yeah. little bit longer. Yeah, God, the mind games I have to play with myself—it's just ridiculous. Yeah, but no, it's going to be awesome. So I'm really excited. So, am I? That's probably when I'm going to see you. Yes, probably. Um, um well cool i'll see you on saturday then yeah see you in berlin cool in actual berlin in actual berlin and in the meantime our website is oftrpodcast.wordpress.com where you can stream this podcast and we'll also put everything we've been talking about um we are on twitter at oftrpodcast and the same on instagram and on twitter i'm lissy at lissy runs harry is I can't remember. Uh, Still Harry Cat? At Harry Cat. At Harry Cat. Yeah. I couldn't get Harry Dalton and I need to figure out what to do about that. <laughs> <laughs> For now, at Harry Cats. <laughs> and <laughs> Although I'm not tweeting anything at the moment, so. <laughs> yeah. Don't follow her because she's deleted Twitter right from her now. phone, so there's no point. Um, for those that are interested, I am planning on live tweeting um some stuff from the marathon not to put any pressure on you because obviously ignore that i'm saying this no one no one cares it's fine but i am (laughs) maybe it depends on how flash i'm feeling and whether i want to buy data or not but at some point over the weekend i'll do a little twitter update so keep an eye out for that well it's a pretty big race there's lots of professionals there so we can talk all about them (laughs) yeah exactly well that's what i mean not just about you I'll like say, oh my god, I've just seen a new world record being set or something because that is quite likely to happen and also quite exciting. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Yeah, I'm, I, I did, I'm, that's going to be really exciting. There's going to be lots of good people there. Yeah, good pro If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Fleet watching as well. So it's all very, very good. Cool. All right then. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. I've probably just really freaked you out now. <laughs> didn't mean no, to. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let me retreat back into my cocoon. <laughs> oh my god, I'm not going to be functional by Saturday night. <laughs> just, just look after me. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'm going to do much better when I see you in person. At, at not freaking you out so much. But I will have come to terms with it by next Saturday. I think it's it's just a run. It's all good. It's going to be fun. Totally. Cool. <laughs> right. Well, I feel bad enough now, so let's leave it there. <laughs> well, go and blow your nose. Okay. <laughs> You're better. Thank you. Bye. Bye.